0: welcome once again to crazy connect thank you everybody that has been listening and watching along here a little bit of a break again uh, because i've been out doing some snow clearing for charity and that's something that is very important to me is to get out there and do things for my own mental health and uh, as strange as that may seem to some people that is my happy place on an open air tractor um out clearing snow 20 30 below 40 below that's 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 a lot of fun for me and i i have a grandson well i have several grandsons but as you know but the uh my little 2 year old grandson he's living with us right now because they have had some sewer issues at their condo and uh his he is so excited to be here so he can ride that tactile with UPA. so that's always a lot of fun and that's a good reminder for everybody that no matter what situation you're in you need to do the things that help you and help you survive and refill your happy tank or refill your soul do things, whatever it is. For me, it's being outside clearing snow or working on driveways or working on my sweet corn. It's a little tough to grow sweet corn right now. Um, The old seeds do not like pushing through frozen ground and the cedar doesn't work in the frozen ground. So I'm just uh, waiting for springtime and I can get back into the dirt and doing my sweet corn again. So um, I have uh, an amazing guest today. Uh, we have connected on Twitter in the past and I was drawn to her story and I was like need to uh, get her on the podcast someday and I think it was after I first asked her then she said I'm writing a book and I'm fortunate enough to have uh, an advanced copy of that book and I've been spending the last few days reading it and it's amazing it really is Amazing, and uh, so I want to welcome everybody, Llewellyn Melnick. Thank you for coming on the program. Did I say your name right?:
1: You did, and thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today, and uh, I'm very excited to chat with you.
0: So tell tell the listeners about you who you who are you, where are you from, and uh, why are you writing a book?
1: Sure. Um, I grew up north of Russell, Manitoba. So we are about half an hour from the Saskatchewan border and we, I grew up on a grain farm and, um, I struggled with depression when I was 12. Um, and I had not a lot of support in a rural community for mental health. Um, and I struggled a lot just being isolated um, and I didn't, I didn't have a lot of the support that I needed. Um, I ended up going to university in Regina. I wanted to become a journalist and so when I turned 18 I went to university um, and ended up transferring to college in Brandon. I got a diploma in media production and ended up getting a job at CKX Television in Brandon and I loved it. I, I absolutely loved my job. I loved telling stories. I loved writing. I loved everything about it. It was fabulous. My job as a journalist, honestly, was some of the best years of my life. Um, but I did struggle with mental health again. And um, I was in my 20s, kind of burnt out in my job. And ended up marrying a farmer. I said I was never going to move back to the farm and guess what? things changed <laughs> and ended up marrying a farmer and moved back to the farm and actually where I live now is about half an hour from where I grew up. So we farm near Angusville, Manitoba, and we have a grain farm with about 3,500 acres of grain um, and we have a few chickens. My sister-in-law has cows, so we do have some animals on the farm. Um, I farm here with my husband, my sister-in-law, my nephew, and his partner, and um, yeah, we enjoy life on the farm, but it is definitely hard on mental health, and so I have struggled my whole life um, with mental health, and when I moved back to the farm, I struggled again, so I really wanted to write a book because, first of all, I love writing. Second of all, I have a story to tell and I see a lot of strength in listening to other people's stories and it always helped me to hear other people's stories. And so I had a calling on my heart to share my story because I think the more we hear from other people, the more we learn ourselves. And so, um, yeah, a couple of years ago, I decided I was going to write a book about my experiences and my struggle with mental health and, how I deal with all of, um, the things that are hard for me. Um, and so that's where we're at. So my book comes out on February 7th, it's called rooted how I stay small town strong when life gets hard and how you can too. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to get it out into the world.
0: Well, I, I can, I can tell the listeners that it is a, it is an amazing book. Um, I find it easy to read. Um, It's not really take that as a big compliment from me because I'm not really into self-help books or things like that, because I find a lot of them are just knowledge based and there can be nothing wrong with that. People need to read. It's just not my style. But hearing a story hearing what other people go through and their own, you feel the person in the book. That, that is what I see in your book here. And it's, um, I'll be straight up. I, I was like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like, you know, and I've been fascinated and uh, I was going through it. I was on an airplane uh, coming back from visiting some, family and uh, made a whole bunch of notes and was highlighting a bunch of things and then I forgot I was in airplane mode so I lost it all
1: <laughs> oh that sucks totally get it though uh, yeah
0: it was just um, I guess that's what happens when you get up at two forty in the morning you know but anyway um, it's all good and I, I really love reading reading what you have Because it's very it's very personal. Um, So you've been working on it for about two years.
1: Yeah, so. Or a little um, over two years. A little over two years. I decided to start writing the book in March of 2020, and you know what happened in March of 2020? Was there Um, something
0: strange going on then?
1: There was something crazy. The world shut down. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, pretty funny that I started to write a book you know, a week before the world shut down, because that was just the biggest thing for mental health on everyone, right? And, and we all were kind of pushed into a world of isolation. So the timing was probably right. I
0: I, I gotta, I gotta say something, because your book has a whole bunch of songs interspersed throughout it, right?
1: Songs are very
0: important to me. And when you said that, I thought of that song, Where Were You, When The World Stopped Turning, yeah. I, I don't know the title for it. And and I don't I don't remember if it's in your book or not. And it's talking about It's not, 11. but I know the
1: song. It's an Alan Jackson song. Yeah, and Alan yes, Jackson. I think <laughs> I think we all remember where we were when the world stopped turning when COVID hit. So um so, yeah, yeah, I started sorry,
0: I sorry to derail you. That's
1: totally fine. No, my book does come with a soundtrack. And I think that's one of the best things about it. There's lots of songs throughout it. And I urge readers to listen to all the songs. So that's one of my favorite parts about it, actually. Um, So I love that you said that. Um, But yeah, when COVID hit, and I decided to write this book, it was just, um, it was a struggle. I was homeschooling two kids. And I was still doing everything that I usually do on the farm and then I was writing a book. So while it started in March, um, it was a long process. Not a lot got done when I was homeschooling, but um, like I said, it was on my heart to do it. And so it did take two and a half years to get through. And I think being patient in that process and taking the time and writing in those hard times of COVID was actually really good because I think it does give that personal View And I'm very vulnerable with my storytelling. I don't hold a lot back. I make sure I'm very honest about everything that I write about. Um, And so I'm hoping that that's going to be the way to connect with readers. Like you said, if it's an easy read, if you can connect with the stories in it, great. If you're only looking for knowledge-based, it has that, too. I have a lot of tips on how to improve yes. mental health, and I name a lot of studies and why you do should do the things you should do, like exercise and eat well. Um, but, yeah, I think that intertwining both of those things, the storytelling with the knowledge base, I think, is going to help a lot of people. Yeah,
0: I, it will. It will. It's a very good book. It's an, I don't know how many pages it will end up being in published uh, format.
1: And- I want to say 204. I'm not sure if that's right, but yeah,
0: my my copy shows 170 73, but there's always some extra pages yeah. and stuff in he So it's not a huge book. It's not huge.
1: It's not. No, it's not huge. Um I a lot of people say books should be around 60,000 words. I think I'm a little bit over that, but um It was really hard to pick what stories I wanted to tell to put in the book. I mean, you could tell a lot of stories. I think everybody has a ton of stories to tell. Um, But I tried to pick the important ones that I think mostly women will relate to. But I think men will relate to some of them, too. I
0: I relate to a lot of what you're going, what what you've talked about here. Because I also from agricultural background myself and the depression and mental health issues that I have dealt with, I, I mean, I I feel a lot of that. You talk about who you are as a person. You feel big. You are very empathetic. Um, You did a very good description of who you are. And I think especially in farming, or in some backgrounds anyway, then we tried hard not to be that person, you know, we, because you're supposed to be tough, you're supposed to be able to handle things. So can you talk a little bit about that? That journey itself must have been really, really tough to allow yourself when you figured out what was going on to allow yourself to continue to be that person and to use that to your advantage.
1: Yeah. So you're right. I always was an empath. (laughs) And so um, when somebody was feeling something, I was kind of like a sponge. So if I saw somebody hurting or if I saw somebody in pain, I would take that on and I would feel it. I would feel if I I would be the first in a classroom to see a kid who is hurt. And I would, I would just like a magnet, you know? And so it made me a really compassionate person for sure. Um, But being an empath can be difficult because um, I feel feelings really big. And if I'm happy, I'm really happy. But if I'm sad, it can be a deep, dark place. And So I found those feelings, like you said, in small town cultures, and I don't think just small towns, to be honest, but in the culture of the agricultural world, and especially, we are made to be tough, we have to go through tough things, we are always challenged by the weather, or markets, or, who knows, the challenges are endless, right, but we're supposed to, you know, keep going you got to keep going and you got to be tough and there's not room for those big feelings sometimes and so that was always the struggle with me is i never let myself feel those big feelings and sometimes there was guilt with them too because maybe you felt shame or maybe you felt like well everyone else can just you know carry on and i'm not feeling well i'm feeling upset and i'm feeling like i'm stifled and and so, a lot of that for me was thinking there was something wrong with me when really I've discovered that you have to feel those feelings and maybe you feel them a little bit bigger than most people. And maybe it takes you a little bit more time to work through things. You know, if you're struggling with mental health, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes you need a, lex- a little extra time, you need a little extra space, a few more breaths you know and so when i discovered that letting myself feel those things despite what other people were doing just letting myself take the time and take the things that i need to feel all of those feelings and not hide them away and not not talk about them if i need to talk about something talk about it discovering all of that has been super helpful So I know a lot of people don't feel feelings the same as me. Some do and some don't. Some people aren't bothered by things. Some people are like we're all different. But in the discovery of knowing that maybe I have big feelings, maybe I need to talk about them a little bit more than most people or work through them. And that takes time. That's okay. And that's really been probably the most important thing that I've discovered is we are all different. We all need different things. And for me, I need to just feel those feelings and I need to talk about them. And so I, my message to everybody is if you need to talk about something, find somebody to talk to. You need to talk about it. You can't hold them in. You can't pretend they're not there. You can't be in denial and just go to work and forget about them. I mean, we have to go to work sometimes but maybe sometimes you need a mental health day, right? Like we're talking about these things for now, but, um, that's been, yeah, something that I've discovered for sure. And that has helped me. We need to feel those things. We need to feel everything and we need to deal with all those things and we need to talk. We need to talk more about everything. And if we need help, we need to ask too, right? It's so hard sometimes just to ask for help if you need help, but it can make a world of difference.
0: I would say that you having those feelings and being an empath is uh, a lot of the reason why you wrote a book, you know, and so there's the, there's the uh, feelings that we have for ourselves and feeling things. And when we see a need, we feel that, you know, and you have felt that need to help other people to get that out because you feel that from them as well not just for yourself see that's that's something i think that's uh another facet of this is that when you feel those feelings for yourself you're also feeling them for others as well you can walk into a room and you can feel the negative energy you can feel something that's going on and sometimes you can like your desires for people to be helped by this. It's the feeling that you have, and it's going to produce something great. If you just shove that aside, this book wouldn't be here and people won't be helped by it. And and so what's going to happen is you have acted on the feelings. You have acted on the desire you have and it's produced a book and it's going to help many other people. You know, it, it's, it's a big responsibility that the way you are because and to understand that responsibility and you are understanding that you are taking this gift that you've been given of feeling and that empath and you're using it for something good. You know, stuff like this can literally save a life. We're not all going to be able to write a book. But it's the same type of thing when you go somewhere and you see somebody and you, you just feel that person is in desperate need. And you can, whatever the method is, you know, I'll, I'll tell a quick little story. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast before or not. I was at a Burger King in a small town, BC, um, coming, coming or going. Anyway, I was, I ordered my order my food, and young lady was there. And I don't know. I I don't do it very often, but I was like, I need to do something for her, so I before I finished paying for myself, I I said, just here, take this money and don't, I don't want to have a big deal made of this. Just let this girl order whatever she needs. And the girl went to order and she was told buy whatever you want. It's all covered. And, um, she realized there's only one other person in there. So it was going to be me. Uh, or the cashier and she didn't think that was going to happen and she walked out and she was big big tears and she's like you have no idea what you just did for me and not that we always need to make a big deal about doing stuff like that but when you see somebody in need to touch them in whichever way you can and I think that's a really important part of who you are you're seeing this need and you're you're touching people and you can save people's lives just by doing that you know that's very very precious and thank you for following through with that cuz it's it's a big task it's a big responsibility it's
1: a big task it is um And you're right. I hope it does save some lives. I've seen way too many farmers in our area alone commit suicide. Way too many. And if talking about things prevents you from taking your life, is it not worth it? If talking about things, if sharing our stories, if connecting on levels that we all can connect on, because let's be honest... We can connect with a lot of the same things if we just for a minute not feel guilt or shame about talking about it, then I think it will make a difference. And I hope it will. I've lost a lot of people in my life to suicide. Lost one recently in November again. Um, And I don't want to see that anymore. And so, yes, this book, I hope will save some lives Um, in writing it. I think it has helped save my life too. Honestly, I, I struggled for a lot of years. I'm in a place now where I've found healing and that is a great place to be. And so I want people to also be inspired by my story that if you are struggling, you can, you can get help. And you can get to the other side. And so um, while I talk about a lot of really tough situations and tough conversations and tough issues, um, I hope people are hopeful and inspired by it by the time they get to the end of the book because um, my healing journey hopefully is an example for others.
0: There's a saying that's been going around lately that um, you have you are batting a thousand in life situations if you are still here today. Every tough thing you've gone through, you have gone through. And you're still here today. This is a good place to leave it for part one of the interview with Llewellyn Melnick. Please uh, stay tuned and listen to part two. It's just as riveting as a first part. And buy her book wherever you can get it. Have a great day.